The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. And my first guest on The Sunday Grill is some woman as well and she is no stranger to completing challenges. She's hiked to Mount Everett's base camp. She's been in the top three of half Ironman competitions and now all her hard work is bringing her to the US where she will compete against athletes from around the world in the Ironman 70.3 World Championships in Utah. Shelley Atkins is from Gorey in County Wexford and she joins me on The Sunday Grill this morning to tell us more about her journey and her motivations for taking part in challenges like this. And you're very welcome, Shelley. Thank you very much, Orla. Lovely introduction there. Thanks a million. Do you sound like a very busy woman there in your introduction? <laughs> I do, but that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. I'm not going to lie to you. I am a busy woman. So we were just talking off there about the sort of stuff that you have been doing to train for this. So tell us again, you did a two and a half K swim last week. Oh, yes. Uh, well, at the moment, Orla, I'm doing about 20 hours a week training. So wow. about 18 to 20 hours a week between three and four disciplines. So for people who don't know, um, Ironman 70.3 consists of a 1.9 kilometre swim, mm-hmm. a 90k cycle and a 21 kilometre, which is a half marathon run to finish. Wow. And they're all back to back in that um, in that sequence. So swim first, bike and then run. And um, for me to train for this, you have to be consistently good in all of those three areas. Okay. Um, so that's that's what I was doing last week when you saw me pounding the roads. Well, um, I think like we said you saw me in the pool and then you saw me about an hour later out on the roads. Running, running like the wind as I was going to get my coffee. It's like, there she goes again. So tell us, Shelley, has this always been like is running? Are these your disciplines, those three things or is this something new to you? No, I took it up actually in my 30s. Okay. I have always been um, I've always been an athlete. So since a young age, I started gymnastics at six in Gorey, actually under Mrs. Dowling. And I in my teens, I became an All-Ireland champion gymnast a few times okay. and always into loved cross country running as a kid um, and swimming. You know, swimming wasn't back in my day. Swimming wasn't like part of the school curriculum where we got to go to the swimming pool. So my parents and my brothers and we just used to go ourselves and mm. learn how to swim. So they weren't really my disciplines. Like individually, I haven't competed in any of these. Um, running would be my main discipline out of the three of them that I would do probably the most of. I'm with um, a really great running club in Kilgraney, Gorey County, Wexford, which is Croke and AC. And I'd run with um, the crew there, um, but I don't bike individually with a club and I don't swim individually with a club. I do actually train with a great club. Um, I have a couple of clubs I'm, I'm linked to or mm-hmm. I swim at. My tri, my tri, my tri club is Wexford Tri Club, and then I do some swim training with Asgard. So great people, um, and I think that's key, Orla. Mm-hmm. People always ask me, "How do you stay motivated?" One, one thing I will say is surround yourself with great people. Um, like athletes in general do have a good outlook on life because we exercise. So therefore, I, I think sometimes it's 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 safe to say that you you know you get such a great release um from exercise mm-hmm. that you become so. happy happy hormones released so normally you know there's no bad sessions you all have good fun and put the hard work in and get the results okay now where are you in your life Shelley that you can fit in 20 (laughs) hours of exercise a week I'm so intrigued by that because you're working as well and you have a family so where where do you find yourself in your life that you can dedicate yourself to something like this 
Well, I I fit it in, to be honest. Okay. Um, I, I, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, it sounds a lot of work, and it is. But, for example, you know, I got up this morning at quarter to six. I did a turbo training session, which is a, a static bike. It's a turbo trainer. Your bike mm. is on. So got that done this morning before the kids in the house got up. Okay. Um, and did you have you to know, travel for example, somewhere for that? Or are you doing that at home? No, nope, it's in my house. Okay, so good it's stuff. Basically my gym I have a home gym um and I did a cycling session in the house on the turbo trainer and then I got off that and I did um you know I do a quick run which is down the road and back and then I go home and I get <laughs> what is down the road and back though really <laughs> no it was just a short 5k this okay morning. it was just <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a short, that that's short distance for me at the okay. moment, because my training is kind of between, you know, it goes up to about 26 or 8k at the moment mm-hmm. on, on on one run. Um, and then like this evening, then I go home, I have lots to fit in. So um, we have an open night for my boy, my child who's in sixth class to go and see a school. We have um, dogs to be walked, we have dinners to be cooked, we have homework to fit in. And then I go off swimming from eight o'clock to nine o'clock tonight. Wow. And the great supportive husband. So once I shoot off to the swimming pool, he takes over. Okay. So we just work Venus Orla. It's mm. about balance and sport. Mm-hmm. And then is your downtime your exercise really? Because I really look forward to my sofa time and mindlessly <laughs> scrolling while watching the telly. My, is that not you time. or what is your downtime? <laughs> oh. I don't think I've watched telly for about two years. Wow. Um, I, my downtime is basically, I, I always say this to people, at the moment I, I love yoga and Pilates. It's kind of my little bit of downtime. Mm. I do a little bit of meditation when things get on top of me. Um, But my downtime is about 20 minutes before I go to bed or half an hour before I go to bed. I put my phone away and I have a chat with my husband and we work out what tomorrow's day holds and we just have a little one-to-one social, put the kids to bed. Um, and that's my downtime. My downtime, as I always say, is when the house is quiet. So mm-hmm. when the kids are in bed, everyone's gone to bed. I might even be sitting upstairs and working out what my plan is for the next three or four days food-wise because I have to be very on top of my nutrition. And that's my downtime. When the house is quiet at nighttime, I sort of catch 20 to 30 minutes. I'm I'm a real reflector, so I reflect on the day, Orla. I see how it went. I see what I can change for the next day. Um, and that's kind of my downtime. Yes, my training is my downtime, but I will say this. The kind of level of exercise I'm doing at the moment, it's pretty hard to call it downtime because mm-hmm. it must be done. Whereas off season, which is when the races are not on, but you can you still train consistently, but it's a lot less of a volume. So you might do eight to 10 hours a week instead mm-hmm. of 20. Um, that's my downtime. So that's when I start to really enjoy the exercise again. At the moment, I love it with a passion. But sometimes, you know yourself, like when I have a busy evening like tonight, the guilt, the kind of mammy guilt kicks in a little bit mm-hmm. because I think, oh, I have to leave now at half seven instead of staying with him till eight. So little little things like that can be hard when you're training for a specific goal and competition. But apart from that, 90% of the time, I absolutely love it. I just, when yeah. I go running, I'm just Shelly Atkins. I'm not a, I'm not a PE teacher. I'm not a wife. I'm not a mother. I'm not a sister. I'm not a daughter. I'm just an athlete out with an hour of my own time. Wow, okay. And how did it come that you are heading to the world championships because you need to complete and compete in order to you can't just sign up for this can you no 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 you have to get a qualifier for world championship so what did you Um, win to do this so what happened was um I won I came third on a podium um it was actually in Dublin just before COVID okay and I qualified for for New Zealand world championships is what I qualified 
her originally. And what happened was I, you know, you do lots of races. And then there was this one race in Dublin that I did particularly well in. My time was very fast. I came second or third. I think I was third in that one on the podium. Mm -hmm. And I qualified for New Zealand World Championship 70.3. But what happened was, obviously due to the pandemic, New Zealand pulled all tourists, all athletes, nobody could enter the country till 2024. Okay. So it was Utah said, hands up, we'll take him, we'll take them in 2022. Um, so all of our uh, qualifying slots got changed to Utah and um, by choice. You, you did have a choice to wait till 2024, but I was like, no, no, let, let me go to Utah. So that's how that happened. But in August, just gone out, I actually qualified for a second World Championships, which will take place next year in Finland. And oh, that wow. was in a race. OK. Yeah. So funny because I'm trying not to think about that one because I have to get this world qualifier over with first. So that's another that's another Sunday grail next year. Yes, or like, let's <laughs> do that. And an <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah, inter- <laughs> this is on in three weeks, by the way. So you really are yes. on the on the run up to this. Um, yes, yes. And it's quite interesting parts of it because the swim is in a reservoir. It is. It's mm. really interesting. It's in a reservoir, which funny enough, because, um, you know, people are all like, oh, how are you feeling about the race? Um, the reservoir will be fabulous because the reservoir might be quite cold, yeah. which will suit our swimmers. Um, the bike is very hilly through the kind of red rock. And the it's like it, how to picture it is kind of like the canyon, Grand Canyon. Mm. It's all much very much if you look up Utah it's stunning there it's very dry it's very barren it's very very humid um the cycle is very hilly very mountainy and then the run is is I suppose you'd say that's my I wouldn't say fear I don't have a fear but it's my it's the one I'm a little bit um I suppose more concerned about because as Irish people um like it's going to be 30 degrees um very high altitude and also very humid so I'm doing a little bit of extra heat adaption training to try and help with that so I'll explain that to you in a sec if you like mm-hmm. okay god fair play to you and you're looking forward yeah. to it like have you plans for post Ironman in Utah or places you want to go see and yeah I mean Utah if you even google Utah there's Zion Park there's oh, the yeah. Sandy Hot on a swim they're all amazing. Um, there's Angels Drop. I don't know if I'm too keen on that one, but uh, <laughs> I better look that one up with the name. Um, there's 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 lots of, and it's funny because lots of athletes I know who've been to Utah, they're all texting me going, hey, go to this, go to this. So there's lots on there. Um, like there's lots after the race and before the, the week of the race, there's five days of really fantastic run up. They have okay. um, Ironman set up because they're a brand. So Ironman set up five days of like they call it kind of Ironman village Mm -hmm. and they have like a practice swim, a practice cycle, meet the athletes. They have like a get together, you know, really sociable. So by the time your race comes, I'll be racing on the Friday. I travel out on Saturday, the 22nd of October, and then I race the Friday after. So it's kind of Halloween weekend here. Um, It's the Dublin Marathon weekend as well. Mm -hmm. So. I'll miss I'll miss seeing all my friends in that. But um but it's 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 really sociable out there. So there's lots to do. So I'm looking forward to kind of being, like I said to you, um, being an athlete for the week. I mean, it's not often we get to get away and um exactly. just be yourself, you be know, yourself. being a moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a, and are you going on your I'm own then, Shelley, or you're not making no, a my family husband. affair then? Oh, you're bringing your husband. Brilliant. No, my husband. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a, he's the one that pumps my bike wheels. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> you always need a wheel pumper, <laughs> I say. Brilliant. <laughs> and I listen, do. Shelley, is there any way for people to keep an eye on what you're doing over the weekend on that Friday, yeah. the, the 27th? Yeah. Um, it will be 
Ironman have their own um channel that I can be watched on, but also um I'll be putting that up on my I, I've Shelly Atkins on uh, Facebook and I'm also Shelly Atkins Diverse Fit on Instagram. Okay. But what I'm gonna is I'm going to make sure there's a link and if you click on the link and just put in my name on Ironman you can track me so say I'm just out of the water I'm 15k into the bike or I'm just off the bike and I'm 20k into the run and it gives your finishing times and your position so like I'm really looking forward to it and people can track me and I'm I'm not very good on social media because I'm just so busy but Mm -hmm. I will be very that whole week I'm really going to um you know really kind of journal and 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 really talk about it and give people lots of inspiration while I'm out there and and let people see my journey because um everyone's behind me it's really nice like you know I'm lots of support and it's just lovely that people will be able to go on and see what I'm doing all week um and then when I get back obviously it'll be nice to get together with my friends and athletes and and celebrate so yeah no, well, no matter what happens it's uh it's just i'm just so proud oh, and so really well yeah. look we so are happy. rooting you on here a southeast woman heading to the 2022 ironman world championship and a wexford woman no less you can check it out if you want to search for shelly on facebook it's shelly atkins or shelly atkins diverse fit and she'll stick a link up there but ironman is ironman.com and if you just search for the race uh well we call it a race it's a championship really in yeah. utah it's between october 28th and 29th now so not long to go and Shelley's on on the Friday Shelley thank you so much for talking to me during this really busy time for you thank you so much and and, and, and I just want to say to everybody out there Orla no matter what your level no matter what your ability fit that time in and just get out there there's no session that's a bad session for you so even if it's 20 minutes a day just fit that in and enjoy what you do oh good advice thanks a million Shelley the Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. And if you've gone to any gigs at Ballykeith Amphitheatre in County Kilkenny, well, you'll know what it's like to look up at that ledge soaring over the stage of the old quarry it's based in. Well, now is your chance to abseil 40 feet down that quarry and raise money for two important Kilkenny charities. It happens on October 27th. Ray Burke is the CEO of one of those charities, Active Connections, and he's on the Sunday Grill this morning with all the deets. I presume you're abseiling down that as well now, Ray, if you're asking other people to do it, are you? Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and for those people that are terrified, we'll actually abseil down with them to make sure oh, they get okay. down to the ground perfectly okay. safe. Have you done anything like this before? Have you ever abseiled before? Yeah, well, we're, uh, I'm actually an outdoor instructor ah. by trade from, from a long time ago. So, yeah, no, I, I was I was actually, if you go onto our social channels, you'll see me dangling off that very cliff, inviting <laughs> people down to it last week. So, uh, you know, okay. it is, it's a spectacular experience. Yeah, it really I, is. I think I'd like the experience, but I also think I would not like the experience. I don't think I would be able to launch myself in the first step. But I'd say once you're heading down that, it is a phenomenal experience. Uh, it, it's truly exhilarating. Uh, the, the first step does it. You, you, everybody gets the disco knees on the very first step, but as soon as you get over that edge, it really gives you that feeling of just pure exhilaration and 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 uh, just filled full of all the good feelings and cortisol and, and adrenaline that you really really want. Wow. Well, look before we start talking about um, the two charities, let's talk about your one to start, Active Connections. I'm intrigued by it. What what do you do? So we're Ireland's largest adventure therapy charity. So what we do is, uh, very, very simply, we work with people that are experiencing emotional and behavioral difficulties, but we do everything in the outdoors. So it's, in effect, it's a therapeutic service, but just done outside of an office. Okay. Um, within our days, we could be rock climbing, kayaking, and so on like that, but it gives our participants amazing opportunities to build resiliency, try new experiences, 
uh, push themselves in ways that they want uh, and we can just guide them through. And then through those processes, through all that uh, time, we can look at what the person is experiencing and, and talk to them about how that is presenting in their life and different options that might be suitable for them. Okay, so you're teaming up with Chuck Tom, who are uh, based in Kilkenny as well, and what, and what do they do? They are an amazing uh, agency. Uh, so Chuck Tom, and if anybody doesn't know, was set up after uh, by sorry, set up by Angela Hayes after her members of her family died through suicide. So she saw, look at, I, I don't want anybody else to experience this. So she set up a, a service that supports people that are. are have suicidal thoughts, have had experience of suicide in families, and, and they supply an amazing counselling service and support service to help people through that, because we know that far too many people still in Ireland die through suicide, and, and horror, she's just driven to reduce those numbers and give people that, that support that needed. An amazing organisation, if anybody hasn't ever checked them out. Okay, and both charities support in excess of a thousand people every year across the region, and um, so in Kilkenny and on the borders of the southeast counties as well. And it's all focusing on emotional health and suicide. So all donations are going to go back to supporting the work of yourselves at Active Connections and Chuck Tom. So tell us, what do people need to do? Like, what sort of people are you asking to abseil? Like, have you got an age limit, for example? We do have an age limit, but it's broad. So at the moment, we have an eight-year-old who will be abseiling, okay. and we have an 83-year-old who wow, will be abseiling. that is broad. That's very so, broad. Um, <laughs> if, if you are in between those two numbers, uh, we're absolutely happy to go with it. If you're a little bit north of those num- two numbers, we're still happy to, uh, to go with you, and, and we'll have a, a chat and make sure we can do it safely. Pretty much, we, we can get anybody down safely, make sure they have a, an exhilarating time. What we want to do is just have people that are driven to... Um, impacting lives positively that are up for a really fun day have mm-hmm. some crack um, and and just have a great great time with us people that want to have a little bit of a challenge it's, it will be super super fun it will be very achievable we'll make sure that everybody will have uh, a good time we're, we're, we're going to set up two abseils so one is going to be um, a little bit more gentle than the, than the second and then the second is a little bit more um, of, of a, a straight drop or not uh, drop but a straight okay. abseil down uh, so it, it give people just different opportunities different exhilaration and yeah and how long does it take to abseil down something like Ballykeith oh um, experienced people 10 seconds wow okay. uh, other people you know we, we were playing around the other day like we will use Ballykeith quite often in our own work with some mm. of our participants it might take somebody 15 minutes to go down the first time uh, because they're just thinking about it and we'll give people that time and just be there with them support them through it most people two minutes easily okay. two minutes yeah yeah it, it's and for those people that want to do it again and again we, we have no real kind of set so we're, we're going to allow people if they really really enjoy it the first time come on all you got to do is walk back up the little hill and, and then we'll go again so if you do the kind of less scary one, is that how we'd put it? They could do yes. the, the higher one if you want to, the more difficult one. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they'll definitely get the opportunity. Did you choose Ballykeith for any reason in particular? Because so many people get dragged up to Dublin to uh, abseil off Crow Park yes. for different challenges and stuff like that. We have amazing sites in the southeast, and that's what we wanted to lean into. We want to embed ourselves uh, in the work. All our work is embedded in the southeast, so we want our challenges to be embedded in the southeast and our support to be embedded in the southeast. So that's uh, we wanted to bring it to the doorstep of people. Okay. Now, are you in a team or can you be an individual? 
we, uh, we both. So okay. we have individual sign-ups. So if people go onto our website and they'll go through to our I Donate page, you can set up as an individual. And, and the entry is, is €40. Euro, and then we ask people, if you want, go and, and, and uh, raise some more money. Ask those family, shake the buckets. Um, and then if you want to come as a team, the GAA team, a Garda team, a corporate, you know, a, a one of our lovely pharmaceutical teams, come on down and we'll, we welcome everybody. Okay, good stuff. And then, do you have to have a certain level of fitness, do you think? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Our uh, beautiful 83-year-old 83, 83 uh, that going to do to us, first thing she said, look, I wouldn't be, um, I think she's described herself as a Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer body type. She was like, I'm a little bit more rounded than that. And we're like, look, that's fine. Um, okay. All of our gear is, is super, super safe. Like, it's tested way beyond could ever fail. I think the ropes that we use, I don't know, can hold like six elephants and things like that. So, okay, uh, so far, I've never met anybody that big. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Wow, I'm so intrigued by it. It'd be amazing to see people abseiling down that quarry where I'm usually going to see things like King Kong Company. And so what a, uh, an amazing It's a great site. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, it's a great site. Well, look, you have a couple of weeks to think about it because it is on October 26th. But if you want to get more details, you can go onto that I Donate page that Ray was talking about. So it's idonate.ie. And if you search Active Connections Absale, that's where you'll get more details. Give it a go, sure. Like, there's not many people who can say they abseiled down an old quarry. Fairly amazing stuff. And you're raising funds for both Active Connections and also Chuck Tom, both based in County Kilkenny. Ray, thank you so much for joining me this morning and best of luck with it. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks very much. And, and everybody, keep an eye on our social channels and, and you can pick up more information. Good stuff. And that is Active Connections if you want to check them out on their social channels. Thanks a million, Ray. Thank you very much. Have a good day. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Shine Festival 2022 takes place in Dublin this week. It started with 350 girls in a venue in Waterford. And this week, 1,000 students will be experiencing this special event every day on site in Dublin. And it's also available to stream too. To tell us more, Tammy Darcy, the woman behind the Shona project that brings us Shine, is on the phone to tell us how they represent and celebrate young girls and you're very welcome Tammy Hey Orla, thanks for having me How are you getting on? Of course, we're so delighted to be involved with the Shine Festival again here in Beat and you know, even I've carried out some interviews in the past for Shine so I see the amount of work that goes into it so my first question is how are you getting on Tammy? Well, we're what, like five days out now at this stage so you can imagine we're very, very busy Um. We've had, you know, we had a real curveball thrown at us this year because we had to change venues four weeks out with, you know, after eight months of planning. Mm. So we've had four weeks to completely reorganize it. But like, you know, having been involved in Shine Festival before, it's a small army. There are Mm. so many people involved who all give their time and do their bit um, and help us to make it happen. So even though we're a small team here at Shona, we have amazing support. How would you describe Shine and what it's about? The Shine Festival really is a celebration of everything that it means to be a girl. It's held on International Day of the Girl. Um, and what we do is we celebrate what it means to be a young woman in Ireland today, but also the fact that that looks like different things for different people. So we've worked really, really hard to curate a festival where every single young woman in Ireland will see herself or some of the issues that she cares about represented at it. Um, so we have about 20, 30 nearly speakers over the two live days 
And then we have nearly 80, I think, in the pre-recorded videos that we did last year. So um, there's plenty there for everybody. And very different to last year, isn't it? Like it's a real celebration now that in ways the pandemic is an easier time than it was last year, for example. Yeah, so last year it was all online and we put all of the interviews up for three days on International Women's Day and those videos had a combined one million video loads in those just three days. But, you know, as a team, we were all just sitting in our offices looking at numbers. We weren't able to engage the way that we've done when we've done it live in the past. So it worked really, really well and the live events work really well and that's why we said this year we'd combine the two. So we have the live events, which we have 2,000 girls attending um, in person and then day two of that, which is going to be presented by Shore Alliance from Beat, um, will be streamed. So at the moment we have over 15,000 girls all over Ireland who are going to watch it from their school halls or from their gyms and they're going to have like little mini festivals of their own um, and take part and that's great because it means it's inclusive and that you know a lot of schools from like really rural areas don't have access to these big events in Dublin but now we're bringing it to them which you know we're really happy with so we've brought kind of the best of all of the versions of Shine Festival that we've done in the past together. And if secondary schools still want to get involved and still want their female students involved can they can still sign up for Shine can they on the Wednesday the day that it's streaming? Yeah, so if they go to shinefestival.ie, they can sign up to stream it. Um, there's a full rundown of all the speakers there. It's from 10 to 3, so with it, with an hour's break in between. So we're encouraging them to just like really make the most of it and have it like be a special day in their schools. But then they also get access to all of the other content for the entire school year, and it's completely free, which is great. Wow, amazing. And it really is all about representing and celebrating young girls today, isn't it? And especially on International Day of the Girl. Exactly. Like, it's just such an important day. And I think we do need to take time out because there's a lot of challenges, you know, with growing up now and young people are maybe misunderstood and girls sometimes feel that they're, you know, struggling with their mental health or with confidence is a big issue. And this is our way of just, you know, showing them that all of the people involved in putting Shine Festival together believe in them, you know, and believe in their potential. And the majority of us have been where they are now. So, you know, we felt the way they feel. And we just want to encourage and support them and have them know that there is, you know, lots of people behind them. And any speaker highlights this year? Um, Well, it's really around, for me, some of the ones that are the most impactful are the ones that maybe are not household names. Mm. So we have experts on mental health, anxiety, um, confidence. On stage, we have amazing speakers with Georgie Crawford, Louise McSharry, Senator Eileen Flynn. Um, We have Ellen Keane. The athlete, uh, we have an amazing woman called Karen Weeks, who is um, an extreme adventurer. Uh, so, so many. And then we have like an entrepreneur panel and we have a social issues panel, which features like amazing young activists that are doing work in their own communities to create change. So like they're really inspiring stories. And we hope that every girl will leave with like just a little bit of fire in her belly that she didn't have that morning. Excellent. Well, looking forward to it. It is coming this Tuesday and Wednesday. As you said, Tammy, the students that are going to be on site, that's completely booked up. But if you're a part of a secondary school and you'd like your girls to be involved in the streaming section and then those videos can be used all year round, well, you can go onto the website. It's shona.ie or you can email shinefestival at shona.ie. And Tammy Darcy, thanks a million for joining me today and best of luck with the Shine Festival. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102 103. 
Well, my next guest this morning has been dubbed a pint-sized paleontologist. Roisin Dolan is six and she is a dinosaur expert and she is heading to Kilkenny. Roisin wowed viewers on last year's Late Late Toy Show with her knowledge of dinosaurs and her ability to name just so many of them. Well, now Roisin is bringing her dinosaur expertise to Kilkenny as she's staying at the New Park Hotel as a VIP visitor and she's going to be visiting their Jurassic New Park dinosaur attraction. And Roisin and her mum, Fiona, are on the phone this morning to tell us more. And you're both very welcome, you two. Hello. Oh, thank you, Orla. We're very excited. And Fiona, that's Fiona we're talking to. How are you this morning? Yes. All good. Thank you, Orla. We're in good form. Good yes. stuff. And uh, Kilkenny is where you will be this weekend. Of course, I'm talking to you before the weekend, but right now you should be in the new park in Kilkenny. How did this all come about? Uh, the the new park contacted our local newspaper okay. to get our telephone number and got in touch with us then and we were only too delighted to accept their of wonderful course. invitation. Fabulous. Yes. And is Roisin, it's a year on since the Late Late Toy Show, is Roisin still as interested in dinosaurs as she was 12 months ago? Yes, she still loves them, but she's getting into dollies and things oh, now as course. well. And uh, Yes. <laughs> So but she still loves dinosaurs. Can you remember when Roisin started to get into dinosaurs? She was about two. She, she has a little, another little cousin and he loved dinosaurs and uh, Roisin took one of his guys and <laughs> took a, an instant attraction to them then. And she was about she two then? Guy Dolores. Okay. She was only two and wow. she was so into them until she was, until now, yeah. Okay, yeah. wow. And how did she end up on the Late Late Toy Show? Um, well, there, there were do you had to send in a video, and uh, then it was a two minute video just to show what what I don't know what just a little thing. She kind of did a little demo with her dinosaurs, mm. and then she went up for an audition, and that was without her parents. Okay, so she went in by herself. We don't. She never told me exactly what happened at the audition. So then we got a call a couple of weeks later to say she was accepted, and we were so delighted. Wow. It was such a yeah, exciting time. Yeah, what a great but I was experience. so nervous with her age. I just didn't know which way it would go. Yeah, because really, she's was only gone five, really. She was only five in a few months, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. 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 But God, yeah. she had no nerves on the night, if anyone sees the video. No, no, she... oh, I, but I had loads. I was so nervous. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and she really blew right away because she could just name every single dinosaur toy. Yeah, and like she could name even more than that, really rare ones. But uh, Ryan didn't. There, there's some rare ones that Santi couldn't even locate. Had to get a special magician to get them from his workshop wow. because he couldn't get them in Smiths and places like that. So <laughs> Santi was very good. Can I talk to Roisin for a minute then? Hi. So now you were five, is that right? When you were on the Late Late Toy Show last year. Yeah. And so you're six now, are you? Yeah. Brilliant. And are you in school? What class are you in in school? Senior infant. You are a senior infant. And do you think that uh, in all of your class that you are the person who knows the most about dinosaurs? Yeah. You're better than anyone at naming dinosaurs, do you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what wh- what do you like about dinosaurs, Roisin? They're cool. What's cool about them? I think they're kind of scary. Do you think they're scary? What? <laughs> you don't think they're scary? No. You just think they're cool? Yeah. And what's your favourite dinosaur? Indominus Rex. Oh, okay. I don't think I know them. Is he big or is he small? 
Uh, well, Indominus Rex means big. Okay. And is and he a meat eater? Uh, yes. Okay. And um, why do you like him? Because he's cool. Okay. And do you have a dinosaur that you don't like? Uh, no. Okay, you like them all. Now, Roisin, my little girl was at Jurassic New Park last week and she got to sit on a dinosaur's back. Did you know that? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Are you going to do that? Yeah. Okay. And you're also going to meet the head ranger at Jurassic New Park as well. Have you Have you any questions about dinosaurs for him? Yeah. What are you going to ask Loads him? Them. Like what kind of questions? Uh, like the names of them and some of them are plant eaters, some of them are carnivores. Okay. And uh, what are you having any other plans in Kilkenny for the day? Well, we're going to explore. Oh, brilliant. That's what you need to do. Yeah, I'm going to bring my fairy wings. Oh, brilliant. That's a good idea. And Roisin, tell me, is there anything else that you're interested in now that you're six apart from dinosaurs? What else do you like? Well, unicorns, dogs and cats. Oh, okay. And, you know, I know like Christmas is very far away still because in my house we're not allowed to talk about Christmas yet. But just tell me now, have you had a little think about what you'd like to ask Santa for? Sure. Have you already? What are you thinking? Well, uh, new Barbies. And oh, yeah. Something. And do you have any dinosaur toys? Yeah, loads of them. Do you? What kind do you have? T-Rex, Brachiosaurus, wow. Indominus Rex, wow, the Velociraptor, wow. and uh, Stegosaurus, uh, Triceratops. And are they are any of them cuddly toys? I have a ginormous uh, T-Rex. His name is Tarzan. Well, I mean, it's a girl. Okay. And it's Tarzan cuddly then. Can you cuddle that? That tire, that tire. Yeah. Can you? Do you go to bed with that toy? Yes, all oh, the time. Excellent. I like your style. Well, you're just going to have the best day ever in New Park in Kilkenny at their dinosaur park. Have you heard all the stuff that's there? Or are you going to be surprised? Do you think? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're really looking forward to it. Do you know, Roshi? The only reason I know about dinosaurs is because of my little girl. So I'd say your mammy knows all about dinosaurs as well, does she? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> little did we know, Roshin, because when I was little, I knew nothing about dinosaurs. Did you, Fiona? No, I only learned about them as we were reading the books about them as we went along. <laughs> now we're suddenly experts as well. Well, look, you are <laughs> going to have such a brilliant day in Kilkenny and they are lucky to have such a dinosaur expert as Roisin, who is in senior infants and is heading to Kilkenny this weekend to bring her expertise to the New Park Hotel as a VIP visitor when she's going to be visiting their Jurassic New Park dinosaur attraction. And there's so many other things to do in Kilkenny City as well. It's such a great day out. So enjoy it all, Fiona and Roisin. And thanks a million. Thank you so much for talking to me this morning. Enjoy it, Roisin. Make sure now that the ranger gets loads of knowledge from you because you are the one who's the expert. Thanks a million. Thank you very much, Orla. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Movie time here on Beat 102 and 03 and the Sunday Grill. And as usual, the man we like to call R. Brian. But is he R. Brian? 
is here to chat. I'm about gonna, you are. On. No, you are. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Don't worry. You sit back there while I read this. A stellar cast brings us Amsterdam. It's a period mystery comedy thriller film. It's all the genres. Christian Bale and Margot Robbie lead a cast that includes Chris Rock, Anna Taylor-Joy, that you'll know from Queen's Gambit, Zoe Saldana, who you'll know from Avatar. Yeah? Yeah, lots of things. Mike Myers is in there. Rami Malek, Oscar-winning Rami Malek is in there. And Robert De Niro. And after Robert De Niro, even though I was going to I was going to have him as the final. Wow, it's Robert De Niro. <gasps> Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. There you go. Have I got your interest? I thought so. Well, let's have a listen to a trailer and then find out what Amsterdam is about. Thanks to our Brian. Hello. Got a dead white man in a box. Not even a casket. Doesn't even have a top on it. In a pine box of old wood. Who do you think's going to get in trouble here? Do me a favor. Try to be optimistic. You don't get here without things starting a long time ago. So, two soldiers and a nurse found ourselves in... Amsterdam. We formed a pact and we swore to protect each other. No matter what. Okay, this looks good. I really like the sound of this. Tell us all. Yeah, so it's Christian Bale and John David Washington are like the main two. Okay. And John David Washington, like he's not, he's, he is one of those guys that you you don't recognize his name. You know his dad very well. Oh, Denzel. Denzel is his dad. But John David Washington has been fantastic in so many things. I I loved him in Malcolm and Marie, which was the one he was in with Zendaya. Okay. Which is the one where it's like kind of COVID the COVID, one. COVID times yeah, one. But he was in Black Klansman as well with Adam Driver, oh, which is another fantastic he movie. He was, yeah. Yes. And like really, really good. Like he was top tier performance in that. Like, okay. you know? And those are just the two that really come to my head. Like, But it's Christian Bale and John David Washington are these friends. They met in the war. Now, can I say something about that? Of course you can. Completely different ages. They look so different in ages. Christian yeah. Bale. But don't they? Look, it's, it's Christian Bale is 10 years older than him as well. Met, in the, met as soldiers? Yeah, well, John David Washington was a sh- soldier and Christian Bale was a medic. Okay, okay. I'm so it, it does kind of make more okay. sense then in that respect. But they basically, they met in the war and then they've been, there's, you don't really know the full story to begin with, but basically what happens is their captain, sergeant, not really sure, I can always forget army terminology, but the guy in charge the of general? them. general? Maybe the general. Yeah, he yeah. was the cool guy and wore a different hat. Uh-huh. He died and they were like, obviously sad. They went to do an autopsy because Christian Vale, obviously being a medic is actually a doctor. Uh-huh. And uh, they found like they were searching and it's like, there's suspicious circumstances. Ooh, They're okay. following leads. There's lots of mystery movies lately, but this one, don't. Yeah, but this is comedy, mystery, it's it, thriller. It is, but like, all of them. basically they, they talk to um, the, the daughter of the the general man okay. with the hat and basically a murder happens. Right. And I'm not going to say who it is, but it's it's one that should... It's sh- not the general. It's not the general. He can't... Uh-huh. You only die once. Okay. Um, but the, this this murder genuinely, I jumped, like genuinely happens out of nowhere and it looks very real. Oh, but like that's not a good thing. It, not in the, like it was like disgusting, but it was just like, oh my God, kind of way. It's kind of like a... 
a tumble more than whatever. You'll, you'll, okay. I, but it's it's just a movie, and then they like they they're following the clues, and they end up meeting. Like and they Margot tell the story Robbie of Margot Robbie. Is in this. Yes. Okay. So Margot Robbie was their nurse right. when they were in the war because they got hit with like obviously wartime shenanigans. They got shot and they got yes. like bombs and stuff all over mm. the place. Mm. And they were like they kind of became brothers in arms, and like they basically got themselves through the the therapy and like the, the when all the bullets and the, Margot Robbie was their nurse and then three of them became really great friends they all moved to Amsterdam right and that's why it's called Amsterdam that's where their friendship like they just became really really strong friends there and like had a connection and not John David Washington and Margot Robbie kind of fall in love a small bit which is oh okay like anybody with Margot Robbie oh yeah like I only saw two minutes of this and she has so many different hairstyles in those yeah. two oh, minutes but it's and she looks astoundingly beautiful in every single yeah, one of those yeah but I, again it's, it's one of those things with Margot Robbie it's always like she's unbelievable like actress be- yeah but like she, no, she's actress. a phenomenal talent like she yeah. I think she is one of the best actresses there ever imagine. was. She could have just ended up in Neighbours for the rest of well, the um, Well, obviously hey, Neighbours is done now. Not anymore, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's, it's just one of those things Like I always feel like because she's so unreal, people look past the fact that she's so talented. Yeah, you know? super talented. But it's a movie where, do you know the way like, there's always in this kind of a movie there's like the three main characters and then they meet a wacky mm-hmm. group of different people. Mm-hmm. Now imagine every one of those actors is like an actor that's big enough to be the headlining actor yeah. on another movie. And it was just... Like it's not the overall best movie you'll see, do you okay. know. It's but it's it's the feeling of so much talent together in one room, having fun and doing what they love. Do you know? What I mean? It's it's a weird so is feeling. There, is it? Are they like chapters? There is. There is. Yeah. There is chapters, members. and we go like okay. we go back. To, we kind of go back and forward, but it's it's not in a way that like I had no idea where I am. Right. It's like they kind of they, they look older and they look younger and like they have kind of different hairstyles and stuff. Do you know what I mean it's pretty it's pretty simple? It's not too many jumps mm. around the place. But it is just fun. Do you know okay. what I mean? It's it's a 100% a popcorn movie. You sit down and you watch it. It's not getting the best reviews now, oh. but who cares? Mine, mine's the only one that matters. You're the only one that counts yeah. for us, but it's, Rhino. It's, it's fun because like, like, there was like there's, a, there's one scene where there's they all kind of come together and there's nine actors standing beside each other in this room in a circle. And literally every one of them is like, like insanely... Like A list, I mean, it's like it's nine A lists are standing like together. Robert De Niro. Yeah, like, but like Robert De Niro, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, like uh, Michael Shannon, Mike Myers, Timmy Oliphant, like Rami Malek as well. Like they're all huge. there, do you know? And it's like it's 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 crazy to just see because it's not they're not taking. I just feel like this is the kind of parts where they're not going for an Oscar with them, but they're just they're really just enjoying it, you know? Other. Yeah, yeah, okay. And their characters are really good, and it's like. They, they really get to act. They really get to, like, be mm. a character rather than just being... And when is this set? It's set in, like, 1930s. So it's okay. before... So it's the First World War First World War, War. Where yeah. where they were, had been. Okay. And I'm so right. it's like they're... they're, they're There's, like, kind of, the, there's talk of the Nazis, but obviously they haven't happened yet. No. So it's one of those... Well, yeah, there's, there's, different, there's different elements around the place. Okay. But, like, it's, it is... It's a fun movie, and it's apparently based a lot of it on on actual events as well, which I is quite fun. Yeah. Okay. So, bad bits? Any bad bits? Like it, it could have been a, a small bit shorter. It's two hours and fourteen, and right. like we know we like a, a kind of tight movie. Here we do like a tight movie. We but do. it's it's it does drag a small bit, but not in a sense of you're ever like checking your watch. It's more kind of like this kind of is added just because they could get somebody else in here, do you know? But it's still a bit of fun at the same time. It sounds like one of those old kind of, 
you know, movies from the 40s and 50s, you can almost see the person running. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of a moving on to the next thing really quickly. Pack yeah, your suitcases like, and go. Because like everyone, every one of the famous people is a kind of a wacky character. Okay. And, and they what's have to Taylor come Swift's in. acting like? Taylor Swift isn't bad. She's not in a, a lot. Right. But she actually, she's just a supporting player. And, and it's basically like they needed someone for a few scenes. Why not get Taylor Swift? As you do. It's like it's like don't what don't worry, darling did, but don't worry, darling. I was like, what if we get Harry Styles for the whole movie? It's like, well, no, he's a he's a singer first. He should be kind of yeah. a background actor more yeah. so than before he's given that big exactly, role. yeah. Mm. Um, but it's it's uh, like it's just fun. It's okay. just a popcorn movie, and you'll ha- I, I feel like you'll just have fun. It's the kind of movie that you'll like uh, happily throw on another time. Do you and know? there's lots of this kind of era type of movies out. We're going to have Glass Onion out soon, of course, as well. The, yeah. Um, the sequel, well, not the sequel, but the next one it's, in the live yeah. series, really. And then even with, um, what was the Saoirse Ronan one? That was kind of See set they're on. the same yeah, yeah. time, same the, kind of feel to them all. It is, it's kind of this kind of goofball comedy mystery movie mm. and it, it 100% and started with be, Knives Out like, yeah, uh, like no question definitely. but it's 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 quite fun I like even I think like two weeks ago or last week I was saying how I was annoyed that they're happening so much but this one is just it doesn't take itself too seriously no okay and it is a bit of fun and I, I, I would I would reckon like there's a lot of stuff out this weekend as well now so there is a lot of vying eyes for a lot mm. of different things but it is one that I would I was happy to see, like, you know, and sometimes with these things, when you see a lot of actors together, it's a bit of a you're joke. like, is it a vanity project type thing? But and you don't think this is? No, okay. I had a fun time. Let's black pudding it so out of 10, please, sir. So I'll give it like an 8 out of 10. Okay, good like, stuff. It's it, Like I was saying, it's not the best movie. And if it wasn't yeah. as big of actors, maybe it wouldn't be as, I wouldn't rate it as high. Okay. But it's just fun to see a lot of the famous people together. And isn't sometimes it? all you need in life is a bit of fun, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Okay, good stuff. It is called Amsterdam because that is where it's set, or that is where part the, of it is set. That is where the kind of story starts. Isn't yeah, it? well, yeah, it's 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 a bit it's, it's where the friendship really connects. Okay, good stuff. Um, it stars Christian Bale. Uh, who, now I've totally forgotten the other two people: Margot Robbie and Margot John David Robbie Washington. And John David Washington. But when we say there are huge stars in it, oh, we are not exaggerating. It's pretty much the whole sky at this yeah. stage. Like. Okay. Let's do it. Let's support our cinema. There's lots of talk this yeah. week about how people aren't going to the cinema as much well, these I, days. Well, I can't go anymore. <laughs> well, true. You're going I for can't, me. I have no more free time to I, go. I really miss going to the cinema yeah. because I don't have the free time to go, whereas Brian is going for me as yeah. well, aren't you? Thank I'm going you. for a lot of people. Enjoy. Talk to you next week. I'll see you. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103.